0: resolution was to in no way improve anything about our program. So far, so good. This is Rad Radio. I got this email, rad at radradio.com from uh, Kelly. Hi,
1: Kelly. Who's
0: a better class of Rad Radio listener watching us on Rad TV at uh, members.radradio.com. Usually during commercial breaks you see what's going on, sights and sounds of the studios, uh, which mostly today has been uh, poor Brandon running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Uh, we we uh. can't take phone calls. Uh, we're not exactly sure why. We're still trying to isolate it, but we know it's not our. It's not us. It's yeah. not. It's not us. That's correct. That we've that we've determined, and then that makes it even worse. When it's out of our control, oh. I can't just say, "Well, here, go use the corporate card," or just have somebody fix it, because <laughs> you have different sources for how we get our information. So he, Brandon's working on that, but he did take time. Uh, during this last break to uh, bring you the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Uh, As usual, his hound Walter is here. Kelly says, Walter is so cute. Mm -hmm. I imagine Brandon and Walter's relationship is like a meme that I saw on Facebook where the pet is staring at the owner with love and says, Tell me again about the day you rescued me. Oh, that yeah. was a that was an interesting story. If I remember right, wasn't there like a false alarm where almost you you and Walter almost didn't become one? That's true. Yeah,
2: but w- just to uh, clear the clear the 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 assumption that he looks at me and asks me how he got <laughs> I I got him. He actually is asking me like when I, he's going to go potty and when he's going
0: to eat. Yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> uh,
2: but it was uh, Memorial Day weekend uh, because uh, we were going to uh, previous in a previous life. I was going to the SP. to pick out a new new dog. We had seen this really... Messed up looking uh, shepherd mix, uh, and by messed up I mean like the facial features were not all there. Like it mm. was, it was a very special dog, like yeah. a Quasimodo type of a dog.
0: And which, by the way, just if I could interrupt uh, real quickly, because the uh, the Puppy Bowl is this weekend, <laughs> and the, of the 100 whatever dogs that we were talking about earlier this week, they are featuring like for the first time ever a half dozen special needs puppies. Oh. All of those dogs will be adoptable, um, but they want to highlight the fact that hey, you know, they they need homes too. We don't just we shouldn't just discard them. So yeah, go ahead. And that
2: was the primary reason why we wanted to adopt this, this special dog, because it needs love, too. And so we wanted to go meet it and see see if it would click with us, and it didn't. It just kind of ignored us, didn't really want anything to do with us. The temperament just wasn't our style. Um, so I hope that that dog got it a good home. Yeah. Uh, but while we were entering the SBCA, uh, a lady was walking out with Walter, and Walter looked right up at me and ran towards me. Oh, boy. And he was like, oh— Dude, what's up? I I dig your vibe. Can uh, you take me with you? Type uh, of type of reaction. Uh, and uh, we ended up talking to the lady a little bit, and she said, "Yeah, I just can't handle this this dog. Uh, he's just too much, and I have a I have an eight year old's birthday party to get to today, and so I just don't. They're not accepting him here because she claims that she found him running around the the uh, train tracks out in Lincoln, California, which is kind of like a little outskirt of Sacramento." Um, kind of a, a rural type of place, and because he was found there it's not it wasn't compatible with the with county SPCA that we were at at the time. She had to take him to another one in the placer county area um, so long story short, we heard this story and we wanted to keep in contact with and see if she actually did take the dog to that SPCA that she was instructed to and there was no messages, no pictures, nothing it wasn't li- he wasn't listed. So come the next uh, Tuesday, because it was a three day weekend, uh, we were able to call that specific place and they said, oh, yeah, we we just picked him up uh, from the dog park. And so he was abandoned at a dog park that day Whoa. for for two nights because it was Saturday when we when we ran into him, um, and nobody was working. So the animal control and I, I imagine it went down like this: like you, if you're a dog person, you go to the dog park, you see a dog out there, and there's a bunch of people around. You think. Though so that's somebody's dog, right. so leaving that place without checking or or you know wanting to see if that person's dog was being taken care of, um, and the so, more
0: they weekend probably packed exactly in and out lots of people. Yeah,
2: so yeah. he was picked up and fortunately he was okay, probably shaken up. I mean he he already has severe separation anxiety and i think that a lot of things happened prior to him being abandoned at the dog park um but we were able to uh track him down and uh we had to wait a whole week until we could at least see give the opportunity for somebody to claim him i, I doubt i doubted that that person who banded him there was going to even bother um and so after that week trial was up we went and picked him up, and he, he, as he was coming out that hallway, he looked over at me, and he just, he, he had an accident right there. He was Aww. super excited, and he's just been my best friend ever since. And uh, that was, man, that was probably almost eight years ago.
0: Um, and uh, that was a good timing of that emailer to write in because you and I had a conversation a few weeks ago, Brando, when you were getting Sadie, because we always wind up uh, with these ass blanks uh, who immediately have to go down the uh, adopt don't shop thing mm-hmm. and to me i mean you're just you're not a real dog lover if you're gonna if you're gonna toot that horn and especially when you come after people like brandon and me who have some pretty extraordinary rescue stories uh, in our in our past and, and as we've said on the show before rescuing dogs adopting dogs is not for everybody and it certainly is not for i don't have any experience with dogs or i'm a first-time dog owner people because they all come with the baggage and and whether it's separation anxiety uh whether like with uh, Nelly the, the German shepherd uh it uh, she she had a fear of men and water uh and we're pretty sure she was abused by a male owner uh and and I had to I had to bring her back to life uh, you know in that in that way and when you come after people who have done it and will probably do it again and and you don't realize that if if the dogs that you're shopping for um like, we just bought Sarge, purebred black Labrador, paid a lot of money for him, and he w- he was the last one. If nobody would have bought him, what do you think happens to him? He becomes a dog that needs to be rescued in one way or another. They, they, the breeders don't just keep him around. I mean, sometimes if they're great stock or whatever, they keep him around. They don't. It's an asinine position to take. And I know that that Brandon and I kind of shared that, you know, there's not a lot that gets to us when you're in the public eye like this and everybody's, you know, you're the target. It's just, it's so short sighted and lazy, especially when you've gone down, you've walked the walk. And, and so I, I that was a great email. And I, I thank you for embracing that opportunity to tell that story because yeah, absolutely. people need to see, hear, hear and see both sides yeah, of it. And
2: I know that I have, I, I've i shared that I got a burner Doodle puppy. Uh, you know, it's a purebred. We got her right when she was, she's basically still an infant now. Um, and we paid money for it. And I justify it by, you know, I've never had this experience before. I would love to be able to take a puppy and mold it into a family member without having to manage all of those other things that you get with with rescue dogs. And every single animal I've ever owned has been a rescue animal. So just once in my life, can I just buy one, please?
0: <laughs> yes. And Thank- we're all glad you did.
1: Yeah. And I'm not saying that you think you have to justify yourself, but you do. You don't have to, no one has to justify themselves for getting a purebred, but I know a lot of people feel that they have to, because the most important thing I think that's been said is when you said, Rob, not everyone is capable of taking in a rescue. You can be a person with the biggest heart, and it makes you cry every time you hear about a rescue or see that a dog needs to be rescued, but you know you don't have the capabilities, meaning the experience, and if you don't have the experience, do you have the means to get help for the training that may or may not be needed? Because my oldest sister, when she was an empty nester, and this years ago when the nieces moved out, she then started taking in dogs because she was like, "I'll fill the house with dogs," and. Yeah, people can look at it now and go, oh, my God, this is so lovely. Look at your four dogs and, oh, they're all so great together. It was not always the case because these were – honestly, all four of them, street dogs. One uh, came about like – I don't even want to say what happened to it, but basically this dog needs diapers the rest of his life. It's it's my sister's baby forever. It will always need diapers. And this dog – here's the other thing. This dog, it has changed their life and they're fine with it, my sister and brother-in-law. This dog only trusts them. That's it. Because of what occurred to that dog. So it's not like they can have a lot of people over and a lot of, you know, visitation and socializing inside their house. And there's, I'm sorry, there's only one other person they could leave that dog with that knows how to handle that dog if they had to go away. But the other three, you know, that were, they were abandoned, left off the road or whatever it took time for all those dogs to finally work together and be peaceful and coexist. It was not like an an easy ride. And if you're not cut out for it, don't have the time for it. Those are the dogs that end up back at the shelter or people end up dumping them off. So it's like more trauma. Yeah, it's not. It's what is best for the. You might have a heart for it. But is it best for the dog? Because can you give that dog your life? Because the last thing you want to do is turn the dog back in.
0: Got this email, RAD at radradio.com from Allison. Hi,
1: Allison. She says,
0: oh, I love the Toby Keith bumper music this morning. I'm so sad that he passed away. He was one of my first country music star crushes. He was so handsome to a 16-year-old girl back in the late uh, 90s. Yes, uh, other than the very first segment, we've been trying to honor Toby Keith with the bumper music when we come back from... break and the only reason we didn't do it the first segment is because I'm an idiot and pressed the wrong uh, button. Uh, Kobe, uh, Toby Keith died at the age of 62. He'd been battling stomach cancer. He did tell us all that in June of 2022. He went back to report uh, to performing late last year. He was at the People's Choice Awards in 2023 in September. Everything looked great. Turns out looks like he took a turn for the worse and said, I don't want anybody fawning over me. Let's just see how this goes. And I guess we've kind of stumbled into entertainment news.
2: Overture
0: Uh, right on cue, Julie just wrote in and also said, I'm loving the Toby Keith pumper music today. I was sad, but not surprised to hear he passed. I know he battled cancer. I was hoping he'd win the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up in the entertainment pile, the fate of Yellowstone is again in jeopardy. No. Not the park, the, uh, the series, the show. <laughs> of course, uh, Kevin Costner was written off the show for the second half of its fifth and final season. And then we, so we've got that's that's still to come, right? The fifth yeah, and final season, yeah, part 2. Yeah. And then they're going to do another one of their sequel spin-off things because they've, they've got the Harrison Ford one and the, the whatever they are. Uh,
1: the uh, oh my gosh, hello it's a Tim McGraw, but that one will will never come back and that's the uh, 1883.
0: Um so they so what they what they say they're going to do is they're going to do a sequel series to Yellowstone. So they wrap it up and then this is the the long rumored Matthew McConaughey uh version. Ooh, 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 of Yellowstone.
1: Love it. However, what?
0: Several of the hit show's main cast, who Paramount wants to keep around to make it uh, uh, make make the sequel achieve similar success.
1: Right, like Rip and Beth.
0: Um, I don't know who those are, so you can tell me. Uh, uh, <laughs> Kelly Riley is the actress's name. That's Beth. Cole Hauser. That's and uh, Rip. And Luke Grimes.
1: Oh, yeah, that's the other brother. Okay. That's, I, I believe so. Isn't that the other brother that's super hot that's uh, married to the Native American woman? Yeah, I believe yeah. so,
2: yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, they are all uh, requesting significant pay increases in their per episode feeds to be part of the upcoming sequel series uh, with new lead actor Matthew McConaughey. But they're big. Oh, and, and it's also been all, all but confirmed that Michelle Pfeiffer is close to signing on as the female lead oh. of the upcoming sequel series. I like it. Mm-hmm. Kelly Riley, Cole Hauser, and Luke Grimes also, their their bigger problem than this giant raise they want is they want to appear first in the credits on oh. the new show, oh. Oh. Oh, which boy. is never going to happen with Matthew McConaughey and yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer.
1: come really?
0: In fact, series co-creator uh. Taylor Sheridan, who the book on this guy is really weird, He's either really good or a real jerk face. I'm
1: starting to lean on jerk, and I don't like to lean that way. He has this um, <sighs> reality slash. It's not really a reality show. It, it it show. It's called The Last Cowboy, and and it just shows. Um, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Now I'm forgetting. It's not cutting horses. Hello, Don. whatever. I guess not important. Look it up. I should know what it is. And it, it, it it's something that he has put on every year that he's adopted. And you get little glimpses of his personality when they're talking to him that kind of do teeter on jerky. And I'm like, no, I've always liked this guy. I thought he was the nicest thing. But little arrogance is starting to creep in. And, and the, you can have a little bravado when you're a cowboy, absolutely. But you can teeter on like, cocky and rude.
0: By the way, you can have a little bravado no matter what you are or who you are. True. Just so we're clear on that. (laughs) Uh, The word is that series co-creator Taylor Sheridan didn't originally even plan to include Riley, Hauser, and Grimes. It was Paramount who insisted the actors on board stay so the sequel can achieve similar success as Yellowstone and now... Again, this is all unconfirmed. Behind-the-scenes reports are that Sher- Sheridan's going back to Paramount and going, see, I, write. I, I was right. Just write them out. Get rid of them. Oof. I, I'm fine. I, I, I got the script. That was my idea. So oh, who knows
1: uh, where, where, that it's all being ruined.
0: where that falls. Um, well, I did not need this survey to, to, to confirm what we already knew. I, this is one of those non-news stories that is so non-news It should not ever have even been done, let alone printed. A Poo Research Center (laughs) survey saw 12,000 adults asked if you had to choose one sport as being America's sport, even if you don't personally follow it, which sport would it be? Duh, football. Yeah, football. Mm. Mm -hmm. No kidding, really. Now, I mean, you could look at the last decade and a half of viewership ratings interaction and just go well it's obviously it's obviously it's been football this whole century it's been duh it's been 60 million people are watching these these uh, playoff games uh 53 percent of americans said football was america's sport and the headlines for this this survey are things like football surpasses baseball as america's national pastime I double checked the date. I thought it was like it was gonna be dated like two thousand two. But they just did that that oh, survey.
1: Okay, they're late to the party.
3: I <sighs> mean think of baseball though. You do think of like America, but for me, I know this is weird. I think of it like in the forties and fifties. Like I wasn't Great. around yet. It's like the people that are really into baseball are usually the really older dudes like all the grandpas. Hey, that's
0: that's why they're that's why Major League Baseball is changing so many of their rules is to try to get the the under 40 crowd back into back into baseball and it it, it has the popularity just has not been there for for two decades and we we see that it's, and that's why Baseball can always be America's pastime. The emphasis on past, right? Yeah, it's like oh. it's like why apple pie is the fifth favorite pie in America. Oh. you know, things yeah. evolve, things grow, things yeah. like that. Uh, something that we always have are Super Bowl parties, uh, and forty-four uh, percent of people say that they have Super Bowl superstitions involving food. Oh. That this is stupid. This is stupid. This that's not what they are. This is another way of listing Street. your favorite food. It
1: probably we the, must have
3: this or they'll lose. Yeah,
0: so so dumb. Uh, I've obviously okay, you might have you might be a Niners fan, you might be a Chiefs fan. So you have a rooting interest in the game, and then you have all the moronic sports fans. You gotta wear a certain shirt, certain jersey, all that. It doesn't affect the outcome of the game, you idiots. Oh boy. Maybe you have I'm money fine. on the game, cause, you know, at the, the office uh, pool or whatever. But eighty-five percent of people either must have certain foods or refuse to have others that's where the superstition part uh, comes in and this is all about having fun no ooh,
1: like the last time you ate this they lost so you cannot eat this
0: yeah that's what they want us to believe but that's not what they're that's not what people are answering they're just naming their favorite foods
3: well i feel like the super bowl is kind of like christmas or easter or thanksgiving like there there does have to be certain things there to snack on while the game is going.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you and I were both appalled yesterday, Kyle, that whatever survey that was that didn't include in the top five chicken wings. I know. Why oh, are you not doing chicken wings? Because yeah, that
3: a... was it? burgers and hot dogs. Yeah. Uh, and, and chips.
1: <laughs> Chip and dip.
0: Nah. Um, All right. The number one Super Bowl food for good luck. No. <laughs> the number one Super Bowl food. <laughs> most people said pizza. Well, good luck. Yeah. No, don't get don't get bogged down. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Because they're not. That's not how people are answering. They're not. They're not really saying. I'll have bad luck. Super
1: Bowl. Of course, you have pizza.
0: Hot dogs are second. I I don't know. Hot dogs yeah. don't seem like a Super Bowl party food to me. I've never done. I've never thought. But yeah. although we have hot dogs a couple times a month, anyway. Yeah. See,
3: the only Super Bowl parties I've gone to when they're grilling, it's always good food. It's always like a tri tip or
0: a, um, ribs. Sometimes
3: fish tacos. Damn. But, oh, uh, that's a fancy yeah. Super Bowl
0: party. <laughs> well, the, you know the other thing about this is that that uh, the one whatever we did yesterday that was about Super Bowl parties. This is just about food at the Super Bowl or at your Super Bowl. Yeah. So because like like pizza, if we go back to pizza never have pizza for the super bowl oh. now i'm not having a party i'm not having i don't i don't do the super bowl party thing i'm not gonna get pizza on super bowl sunday i'm gonna we make are... you know i'm gonna make a, a spread of, of foods that we like what about pizza rolls because I, f- I feel that those are
3: definitely mm. a staple of super bowl food they those used to chicken be chicken wings
0: they used to be for me until mm, yeah. they ruined them sometime in the last five years something changed about pizza rolls they are mm. yuck oh. okay, And so it's not like a, oh i haven't had them since i was a kid my wife and i were devouring pizza rolls I- until like i said about five years ago and then we went what is wrong with... They changed something.
2: Yeah, any other flavor other than combo is inel- inedible. The, yeah, and The I combo really. is just
0: almost there
2: like how yeah. the recipe used
0: to be, but mm. I agree. Something's different. Yeah, we haven't had good luck with the combo. So.
1: See, you get me thinking with the pizza thing, and I mean, the Super Bowl is like a work day for us. We want to make sure we watch it, so we're talking about it the next day. But there have been times like pr- before the Super Bowl, you'll stop by someone's party, and I do expect them to have pizza. <laughs> but it doesn't mean we're going to have pizza at our house. Yeah. So, I mean, that is a good point. So
0: hot dog second, then burgers, uh, then chips.
1: Uh, yes, chips. See, it's a snacky day. We do a lot of snacking. It's just my husband and
0: I. It, it's, it's snacky food. I don't even think there's really a meal. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, so I guess I, I'm getting bogged down in words here. I take out the good luck thing. I, I, I yes, chips. It's natural. Whatever we, I, I don't know. We haven't even talked about. Are we doing chips and salsa? Are we doing chips and guacamole? Are we doing right. both? We're we just gonna do potato chips. But I wouldn't mention them as like one of the favorites. It's like, well, of course they're, they're like, of course they're gonna uh, chips. I mean, I guess like they have standard. to be. Standard. The, yeah, uh, popcorn. <laughs> no. No. Oh, you're no. trying to be healthy. No. Oh. I don't know. I don't know that we're trying to be healthy. I don't know how they're preparing it. They don't mention that it's popcorn without butter or whatever. Yeah, see,
3: popcorn is good, but it's fresh. Oh and at the Super Bowl, God. I feel like all the snacks are left out on the table, and popcorn would get stale really quick. It's a
0: totally terrible <laughs> option to have at a party. But Actually, even if it, even if like a small thing, like it's like it's you and your girl, Kyler, or you and your Kyle, you and your dad and your girls. I'm not bringing out popcorn.
1: Not for a sporting event. That's for a movie.
0: Well, I mean, popcorn has its place at sporting events, but it's usually at the stadium. Yeah. You buy it there. I've
1: literally never gotten popcorn at a hockey game or a
0: baseball game. Well, if you, the queen of
1: sports. (laughs) Hey, we have gone to a lot of hockey and
0: baseball games. If you have never gotten popcorn, well, then Uh, it's not a thing. I don't know what all those vendors are doing walking around. (laughs) That's (laughs) absurd. Chicken wings, <laughs> finally make the list, sixth. Sixth? Um, ice cream. What? what? No. Um, <laughs> this is this a birthday party? In fact, in right? fact, now we're down to all desserts, cupcakes and cookies. Round no. out the uh, top ten and
1: cookies. Super Bowl
0: foods. Okay. I don't
1: even think about desserts Where? on Super Bowl. It is, it's like savory. There, there's nothing sweet. That's weird.
0: Uh, as for the bad foods, number one were deviled eggs. So that's blasphemy in our house. Right, that's oh. so good. Uh, second most avoided game day food on Super Bowl Sunday is garlic bread. Oh, that's a good idea, though. <laughs> well, yeah, what an oh. odd thing to avoid. Hmm. I mean, it's garlic that, bread. I, that, it's an odd thing to serve. It's an odd thing to avoid. It is
1: an odd thing to serve. If you went to, and there's no pasta, it's just this little yeah. garlic um, bread. <laughs>
0: And it's and it's that it's that that where you buy it in the foil in the grocery store and heat it yeah. up kind. <laughs> See, that's
2: weird. But in, in yeah. a similar vein is pizza. You get the garlic bread sticks. Oh, that's that seems yeah. to be more of like an appetizer type of
0: thing. Uh, people go. also don't want at their Super Bowl party trail mix and uh, pretzels.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, those are just basic. Like, oh, we have these lying around. Let's yeah. get rid of them.
0: My pretzels make me thirsty.
3: <laughs>
1: They're stale. Yeah,
3: those are dumb snacks for
0: Super Bowl. <laughs> Do you know what I
1: like? Pretzels. It, you know when you're sick and you just want something like salty and crunchy. If you don't have saltines, I'll t- I'll have some pretzels. Oh,
0: I, I love pretzels. I just I'm not gonna think of them for the Super Bowl unless I'm sitting there on my sofa going, pretzels. That sounds good. I just wouldn't put them on a list. President Joe Biden will not participate in the sit-down with CBS News that would have aired ahead of Sunday's Super Bowl. No. This is the second year in a row Biden has snubbed the tradition, although last year Fox had it, and everybody thought it was because Fox, evil right-wing Fox. That's why he's not going to—no, he just can't form coherent sentences.
1: Uh, They can't allow him to be there alone.
0: Um, Of course, former President Donald Trump skipped a pregame interview, too. This has become—it's like— It's just it's the tearing down of institutions by both sides again. uh, It's like going to the 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 White House after the team wins. Uh, If the team overwhelmingly likes the president's politics, they show up. If they don't, they they don't show up. It's disgusting.
1: It is disgusting. Uh,
0: And so uh, now that Trump is all but he's not yet, but he's all but the Republican candidate. So that yay, we get Biden versus Trump again. Uh, He has interviewed that uh, hey, or he has indicated hey, he'll do the interview. Uh, Trump said uh, yesterday, quote, crooked Joe Biden has just announced that he will not be doing the Super Bowl interview. Great decision. He can't put two sentences together. I would be happy to replace him. Would be ratings gold. He can't do it because he can't talk. I'll take his spot at the Super Bowl if they want. We'll get very good ratings. No word on FCBS. Oh,
3: this is the uh, only entertaining
2: part about it.
0: Take him up on uh, that. Which uh, <laughs> brings us to our trailer update. Going
2: down the trailer park, I'm going to have myself a time. Famous faces everywhere, rich folks with big reputations. Going down the trailer park, I'm going to waste up all my time. Apple gossip, day or night People shouting, that goes trailer. Going down the trailer park so I don't get behind come down to two friends
0: of mine. See, that's Travis, <laughs> Kelsey, and Taylor Swift. So, try, tale, tra, tail, tra, take, trailer. I, we didn't make it up. The Social media did. Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL. Now that we're into Super Bowl week, all of the press conferences come along, and he pushed back in his yesterday against the claims that the league played a hand in securing Chiefs' victories. So, the sideshow of Travis and Taylor could continue through the season's final game. Well, what does he think he's going to say? He's not just going to admit that the NFL is rigged. Of course, he's going to push back. <laughs> Stupid question. Uh, Roger Goodell said, quote, that's nonsense. It's frankly not even worth talking about. We see two people together having fun together. That's wonderful. I wish them well. They're both wonderful people. Well, wow, that was well written for him. Yeah, yeah, of course it's nonsense. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: uh, he also went on to say that having Taylor Swift at games has been a positive for everybody. He says, quote, she knows great entertainment, and that's why she loves NFL football. It's great oh, entertainment.
1: you see, he had to say something nice about her.
0: <laughs> and obviously it creates a buzz, and it creates another group of young fans. End quote. Followed
1: by a chuching. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because it can't just be an organic no, thing that's happening. No, not at all. Meanwhile, the Las Vegas villa that Travis Kelsey uh, has rented out for the Super Bowl week has been pictured for the first time. Ooh. Most of his teammates are staying at the Westin Las Vegas Vegas Resort and Spa on the banks of Lake La- Las Vegas, which is 20 miles east of the strip. The Niners are right next to them because they don't want the players anywhere near. The Strip. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> and these, these resorts, they still have. They have bars. They have gambling, oh, yeah. but they they're have the whole nice. resort, and you're not going out, and you're not around drunk people and hookers. <laughs> yeah. And
1: they can contain yeah. you more. Yes.
0: Um, now it's. Uh, by the way, it's it's not unusual for certain players to stay in their own place during the Super Bowl, especially those of a higher caliber. Uh, so Travis Kelsey has booked a villa that sits on the water, right next to the team's heavily guarded. Hotel and the whole compound is being—it's it's private for both of these teams—and so he, Travis will um, will share the or has these uh, accommodations where he'll share with girlfriend Taylor Swift when she arrives. We think, I mean, nobody really knows because remember she's flying in from Japan, so she gets in Saturday night. Yes, we presume she would go to his hotel that's right next to the or his villa. Sorry, it's right next to the hotel. What they do after the game, I don't know how long they're going to stay, etc.
1: Right, and he can't have sex with her, right? Because thats <laughs> throw your game off. <laughs>
0: hopefully
3: it makes it better. Yeah, I
0: mean, is that a myth? Clear your head. <laughs> no, no. Well, wait a minute. I don't know what you're asking if they are a myth. I mean, there are there are idiotic players and fans who believe it matters whether or not you have sex before a, a game night. So, yes, that exists. It is absolutely a myth that it has anything to do with the actual outcome of anything. Oh, I it's a superstition it, yeah. that is too so stupid like all of them.
1: I thought it was like not a not a medical thing, but like a um Bad for your game. No, that's for what you need to re- like have a release or yes, something. You need all the testosterone. Yes, or that's
0: whatever. what morons yeah. say. There's no proof to it. There, there's no indication of how many morons engage in this idiotic obsession from sex. I can't even, I'm making up words again. What's an obsession? I don't know. I like it though. It's like abstaining. You're obsessed with abstaining. There you go. That's why it made sense. Mm-hmm. You're such a moron. You're obsessed with abstaining from sex the night before a game. Ass Session. The ass and Ass Session. There you go. <laughs> uh, the massive multi-story property has its own private driveway and separate cars for the use of the superstar tight end and Taylor when she arrives. Meanwhile, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes revealed that he actually rented an apartment in the area three months before the Super Bowl in order to save money because the, the prices shoot way up. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, I, I don't have all the details, but he's basically claiming that by just renting it for a few months and slowly moving things in so they'll be ready for the family. I'm paying less than if I would have just done it for uh, for the week or well,
1: whatever. And he needs to budget. Yes. I mean,
0: <laughs> times are tight. And then Travis talked about Taylor Moore, blah, blah, blah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. uh, Brandon? Yes, Rob? Uh, uh, you to play a game? Yeah, we, Would
2: you we, like to play a game? Well, we could play a game. <laughs> uh-huh. You, you like like can play Parcheesi or
0: yeah. Solitaire. So no. Uno. But no, 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 no radio phones.
2: contests. Uh, I have just learned that everything locally, which means all of our equipment in the house, is working great. Mm-hmm. So it is still something that's an outside issue.
0: So uh, it looks like no games. Obviously, if a miracle happens in the next 30 minutes, we will play when Rob's changed. I, not that I'm Trying to you know force you to listen to us, uh, but I would not suggest <laughs> that you miss out because what if we do play mm-hmm. and you not only miss out on the guest you miss out on the mega clue. Mm-hmm. If the phones don't work, then hopefully they will by tomorrow and we'll play uh, all our games again starting with when Rob's change tomorrow morning at six thirty. Rob, anybody. anybody, and Dawn, the Rob, anybody, anybody and Dawn show.